Welcome, everyone, to the L7C podcast. I know you guys have been waiting for it. It's here. WrestleMania 38, our review on the pay-per-view that just took place this past Saturday and Sunday. We have our wrestling expert, Jacob Mason, with us. How are you doing today, sir? Yeah, I'm fantastic. I've got a bunch of controversial opinions ready. I've got two bush lights. We're ready to go over here. We have the captain, Byron Mitchell, with us. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. I don't know if I have controversial opinions, but I got some opinions. And then we will have the producer, Justin Ackendale. He is running late, so when he hops in, we'll, you know, he'll hop in and give his opinion. So we'll try and, we'll try in the business, uh, stall for time, as long as we can, before <laughs> he can get on. Hashtag, where's Justin? <laughs> oh, man, it would be a perfect time if this thing just showed up right now. Right. Guys, WrestleMania came and went we're gonna go through all the matches but before we uh do that i do want to quickly just say because i know byron you saw it there were some good matches on stand and deliver on nxt there were some good matches actually overall for it being an nxt 2.0 pay-per-view i actually really enjoyed it jacob did you catch any of it I caught bits and pieces of it because uh, Saturday I was I was working, so I don't think any of my coworkers listened to this. So that's probably good. So I can say I was watching it at work, <laughs> not yeah. watching it at work, um, allegedly. But uh, I caught bits and pieces. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. It wasn't old NXT, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah. No, I I agree. Like that moment too, man, with Tomasa and Triple H. Mm. Heartwarming. Yeah. It got me in the heartstrings of like, damn. First time hearing Triple H's music, like two and for like just seeing Triple H and all of that stuff too. And before even that, uh catching the Hall of Fame, seeing mm-hmm. um obviously the main event of that Undertaker, like the crowd wouldn't even let him speak because they were just chanting so much. And then he never seen Mark Calloway choked up like that before, but he was super choked up. But him and um Shad's wife that was that was powerful stuff yeah I really enjoyed uh Taker's speech yeah like and it's because they had her before Taker so it went back to back mm-hmm. I, I don't know man I kind because that's a lot of emotion back to back I think I should I think they should have put Shad's wife first before the Steiners fuck them <laughs> <laughs> The only people who should have been there was Undertaker and Chad. I mean, I like Sharma, but that Undertaker and Chad. And like uh, Jacob said last year, even though they already had their winner pick last year, they should have switched and gave it to him last year. Yeah, I agree. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Correct me if I'm wrong, because there was a spell where I didn't watch. I quit watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. I got back into wrestling about 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. What the hell did Charmel do besides be... Booker T's like entourage there when he was like King of the Ring, King Booker winner. That was nothing. Really, that was really, that good. was really, yeah, that was that, really it. <laughs> that was it. Why the hell is she in the fucking Hall of Fame? That was her highest of highs. But yeah. Well, honestly, too, because I, well, I don't guess we're going to say it. It was their uh, token, token one. Got to get one minority <laughs> in. I mean, I'm being serious. I know. I know. I mean, but I'm just saying, I would have had Shad's wife first. And then not because, and then Undertaker obviously last because that's a lot of you have a super high emotion 
bring it down to funny stuff, then bring it back high again. Mm-hmm. So. We have Justin, ladies and gentlemen. We do. Hello. We do. Justin, how you doing today? Doing well. What's up, everyone? Good. good Hi, good. buddy. Perfect. You came right on time. We were we were uh, stalling for time till you got on here talking about just a little bit about the Hall of Fame and NXT, the uh, stand and deliver, which actually it did pretty good. But right on. Let's get into the main main show on Saturday night. Let's just uh, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs. This match was six minutes fifty five seconds. All of us said the Usos. No surprises there. Rick Boos does tear his ACL, Justin. Was it his ACL? He tore his quad. Tore yeah. his quad. Patel attended. So Patel attended, but what'd you guys think of the match? Justin, you can go first. Um, I mean, I can't really like give an assessment of the match because um Rick Boots tore his quad and like there was clearly more stuff that they wanted to do there. Mm-hmm. And um, Nakamura and the Usos did a good job stalling for time to get to the finish, but I mean, it's really an incomplete match. It's just sad that Rick Boots tore <laughs> tore his quad at WrestleMania. I can truly relate because I had the same injury, but yeah, it just sucks. Byron? Yeah, I agree. It's Like you said, six minutes, 55 seconds. Definitely probably wanted to do more um, before Rick Boogs, you know, tore his quad. Um, he tore it trying to pick up both Usos, which he seems like he could do easily, but it just shit happens sometimes and Torres quad hopefully he gets you know well soon and all that good stuff but Usos won and carry on the bloodline. Jacob. All right, so I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and explain my my Saturday night here for all the audience. My Saturday night I, I was working. I actually had to work on WrestleMania for the first time in 10 years. Um so I was running WrestleMania on my phone. And when I couldn't see my phone, I was listening to like play by play, like just listening to the commentary. I caught the very first part of that match and I was super confused because honestly, why the hell was Shinsuke and Rick Boots coming out? Is it just a walking advertisement for Mike's hard <laughs> ice, ice tea? That was so funny. <laughs> like, I was just like, like, leading up to WrestleMania, they were just like sponsored by Toyota, they were doing all these Toyota ads. And then they come in and all of a sudden it's like Mike's hard lemonade plus iced tea. It's harder. Like, okay. Like, so we're just a walking billboard. Like I knew right then, like, oh yeah, Usos are 100% winning. They're just a sponsorship ad right now. This is a commercial. <laughs> so I thought that was shit. And then uh, I was really confused at the ending because I was like, oh, Boogs got injured. I didn't know if it was legit or fake starting out. Uh, it was, it, I mean, like Justin said, there's nothing more to say on that, so we'll leave it at that. Jacob, we'll start with you with Drew McIntyre beating Happy Corbin with Mr. Moss via pinfall. What'd you think of that one? Okay, so that one, once again, I didn't see any of this match. I heard all of this match. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I'm listening to this match, and I caught it later, it was just a standard match, but what blew my mind was listening to play-by-play, which is a completely weird, different perspective for wrestling, by the way. It really emphasizes how shitty the commentary teams really are. <laughs> um, is when I heard, like, Baron Corbin hit the end of days. 
-hmm. Now, I know they ended up saying it on the announcements, but like I knew it right away. I was like, oh shit, no one's ever kicked out of that. Mm -hmm. And I hear like one, two, Drew McIntyre kicks out. I'm like, oh shit. That was the highlight of the match right there because he's very protective of that mix. For him, for him to like give up that that spot on WrestleMania, I thought that was pretty cool. Byron, what'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty standard match. It was good back and forth. You know, Drew won like we all predicted he would. Um, I like the end of the match where he chopped the ropes a half with the sword. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I think he only hit one Claymore and it was over. So it's good to see that the Claymore is kind of protected. I kind of wanted him to make a bigger deal out of him kicking out of the end of days because it's like Jacob said, it's like no one's ever done it. And I think they could have built a, like a storyline around that um, up to the lead to the match, but it is what it is. Good match. Justin. Standard match like Byron and um, Jacob said. I always thought that um, that sword was a work until he chopped the ring in half with. That shit was honestly <laughs> crazy. I was like... I was like, holy shit, he really cut through the ring ropes. Cut through two ring ropes in the um last in the um bottom one. I guess that's the strongest rope. Bounced the sword off of it. I thought that was I thought that was live, personally. Oh no, it, it was. And Drew being the first to kick out of the end of days, Byron, they, they're gonna use it as a storyline because they're gonna use it to build Drew back up to number one contender status. I hope so. Next, first celebrity match of the weekend the miz and logan paul beating ray and dominic mysterio byron what did you think of this match and what did you think of seeing logan paul wrestle okay logan paul surprised me um because i didn't think he would be able to do what he did in that match he there was very very good very athletic um very disrespectful towards eddie guerrero doing the three amigos and then the little shimmy five-star frog splash which is great heel work by the way which i don't oh, expect yeah. him to do so overall i think this was a great match um i picked the miz and logan paul to win on the preview show um so thank you guys for winning that for me um but overall great match very surprised at logan paul like kim bad bunny are top celebrities for wrestling matches justin I also enjoy that ma- that match. Um, Logan Paul gets it. Like he played it, played the heel role perfectly. Everyone hated him. I shit, I personally think he's a better wrestler than he is. Um, a boxer. He probably has a better career path going into um pro wrestling and does boxing. Honestly, that's probably going to be his next move after the um the boxing shit um wears off after he gets knocked out by a legit boxer. So he definitely has another career path in um wrestling he ever decides to do it but he was good he was impressive um end of that match you seen a seen a Miz logan paul like a at a next pay-per-view at a bigger paper well at a big pay-per-view yeah i mean i, I can see it i just don't know how logan paul will be received as a baby face because mm-hmm. he will because the way it's set up now if it does end up being that i mean Miz is the hill he attacked him after the match so i don't mm-hmm. know how that that name it will work with Logan Paul being a um, baby face. And Logan Paul having the most expensive entrance at WWE, walking with a 5.6 PSA Great 10 Pikachu Pokemon card. 5.6 million. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob? 
right, so this this was my second favorite match of the night. I was actually able to watch this match through and through. Uh, Logan Paul, hell yeah, dude killed it. I love I love the heel work. I, I loved how I loved the the three amigos. I loved the shimmy. I loved everything he did in that match. I mean, I, like I said, this was my second favorite match of the night. Logan Paul wrestled better than I think a lot of wrestlers did during this entire WrestleMania. <laughs> Controversial? <laughs> yes. Truth? Absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're going to see now. Uh, next match, which I know we've talked about for a couple weeks, and we said it was going to be 9 o'clock. It was 9 o'clock. Raw Women's Champ Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Uh, singles match. I want to make it known. When you're watching that shit, though, you be, you be forgetting what time it is. Yeah, Everything just runs together and shit. Like, it's just match after match after match. I didn't even realize it was only 9 o'clock that they were um, on. Oh, Byron saw me. That was the first thing I did. Looked at the phone. I said, told you. Yep. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> But they had the second longest match on night one with 19 minutes and 10 seconds. Byron, residential Becky fan. Bianca Belair beats Becky, wins the Raw Women's Championship. What do you think of the match? What do you think of Bianca? What do you think of your girl Becky? First off, let's talk about the entrances. Oh, because yes, yes. Becky oh, yeah. came in an SUV truck. which mm-hmm. was Escalade. Escalade, thank you. Escalade, which was great. And then Bianca had the, uh, I think it was a Texas Southern University marching mm-hmm. band playing her entrance, which was fantastic. Um, this is probably tied for my favorite match with a match we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, this match was great from start to finish. I like how they play back to the SummerSlam with Becky hitting the manhandle slam, trying to pin her in 28 seconds. Um, so I think that was a great callback for that match. Um, it's just a fantastic match from start to finish. I had no complaints about this match. Becky did the job and Bianca won, which she should have, as we talked about on the last podcast that Bianca needed to win to set up the future generation. Um, like they should have been doing for the past couple of years. Um, so I'm glad that Bianca won a great, great, fantastic match. I loved every minute of it. Jacob. It was, it was a really, it was a good match. It, it really was. This is probably my third favorite match in night one. Um, I mean, Byron said those, those entrances are sweet. They they were really cool. And also, I mean, I know it has nothing really to do with wrestling, but dude, Bianca Belair is a shit. Considering the fact she makes her own ring gear, mm-hmm. and every time she comes out with new ring gear, it's always fucking cool. Like, Shout out Bianca Belair. Good for you, girl. I was happy to see her win. That's good shit. Justin. Like they both said, it was a good match. Um, I like the story they were trying to tell. It was like kind of an old school match, how they built it. Like Becky was like trying to put her away quickly, like she did the last time. I like how they like went back to that SummerSlam match and kind of like played it. But they they pretty much told a story the entire match, which is why I liked it so much. So yeah. Great match. Right um, right woman went over. No complaints about it. So, with this match, I mean, everyone here on the L7C knows that I'm a big Bianca Belair fan and all of mm-hmm. that. 
So when I watched that match and she watched, she's also the first woman ever to win the SmackDown and the Raw's championship back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. Justin, you'll like this little throwback comparison. It reminded me of uh, WrestleMania 22 and 23 with John Cena going against Triple H one year, proving himself, and then going against Shawn Michaels the next year, mm-hmm. proving himself. Like, they are building this. Yeah. This woman is up there, and I was looking at the ages, as Byron always says to get the new generation. She's older than Bailey. So she's wow, there. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's 32. Like she's older by like a couple of months, but they're all in the same age range, like 32. Uh Sasha's the youngest because Sasha is our, she's around 30. Mm-hmm. Just turned 30. So she's in that group. So it's not even about the future now. It's about being the now. Yeah. But I always thought she was younger, like 25, 26. Mm-mm, like she's she's, she's gotta start later. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She got her start later. But now I think she's wealthy. She's a well established. A woman two WrestleManias back to back, and she said in a tweet, three down, one to go. Uh, that last one, the final boss of the four horsewomen. That's that's a. Ugh, oh. I don't know about uh, that. Would be the pop of the century if she's <laughs> able to take her down. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to have anyone to do it, that's not Oscar. It's got to be Belair. Yeah, has to be on the roster right now. Yeah. Uh, well, man, with and with current booking, the way like they're booked, these girls are booked. Like Bianca's the only one other than those five girls that are getting some type of um Tick. decent booking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need they need a uh, old Daniel Bryan and old Shane running it back where like, all these other girls were getting ticked. I'll uh, a five-time champ Alexa Bliss. She wasn't even there. But next match was the longest match actually on night one. Gotta start it with Jacob. Jacob, you said he wasn't gonna be the person. You said he wasn't coming to WWE. Seth Rollins came out first. We all waited. Not gonna lie, when the screen turned black, I really thought it was Bray Wyatt for a split second. Same. Same. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. No way. He's back already. So then you see Cody come out. They have the longest match of night one, 21 minutes, 40 seconds. Cody beats Seth Rollins. A, Jacob, how do you feel that Cody's back in WWE? Legit. (sighs) So Cody coming back to WWE. Maybe it's because I'm such a stan, I guess. That I just didn't want to acknowledge a possibility of Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE after all the shit that went down. Whatever. I hear when I heard wrestling has more than one royal family, I was like, oh shit, it's Cody. Like it felt like that scene from like Fast and the Fury, like Too Fast, Too Furious, when Paul Walker pulls up right in the first scene, like, oh shit, it's Brian. <laughs> like, it's like, ah, oh, shit, it's Cody. I'm like, damn. So this match, the first time I watched it, because I'd, I'd watch this back twice. I'm just telling you guys before the podcast started. I was just getting off work. I just got in my truck, hooked up my phone to Bluetooth, and that's when I heard the whole, like, wrestling has more than one royal family. Ah, oh, shit, it's Cody thing. And I was... Driving and watching WrestleMania <laughs> all the way home, 25 <laughs> minutes. 
kids don't text and drive. Kids don't drive and watch WrestleMania, I guess. There's my disclaimer for the night. But uh, <laughs> when I'm, so I'm catching bits and pieces of it, you know, because I'm trying to be a safe driver, but also being a complete fucking idiot all at the same time. So the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, this match is good. And the second time I watched this match, I'm like, it's eh. Like, I felt like they could do more. I felt like Cody threw out, like, 8,000 finishers. Like, I felt like this was, I'm like, damn, they're really going to push him to the top because all I feel like he's doing is just a shitload of finishers. Like, it was just eh to me the second time I watched it. First, I was like, this is good. I was like, eh, it's all right. Not terrible, just eh. Dustin, what'd you think of the match? Um, Seth is your boy. Yeah, I mean, I'm with Jacob. The match wasn't, um, it wasn't their best work. I mean, on Raw, they shook hands and shit, but I don't think it's the last time that they're going to be in the ring, so they're probably going to top that if they get more chances. It would Cody coming back would have been the moment of the night if Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't on the card. So for that, like, him coming back is more of the news, that, is more of the bigger picture than actually how the match went. It's yeah. just like, it's just like the oh shit moment. Like Cody really came back after he left. Mm-hmm. After he left him six years ago. After he went to the Indies, did the Drew McIntyre thing. Got some, got some cars there. Basically started up AEW from the ground. You just never thought you were going to see him back in WWE. So like that's more of like that match for me. Like actually seeing Cody Rhodes in a WWE ring again because I didn't think I was ever going to see that shit again. And even me either. Even the Raw after WrestleMania, he started and Justin. You brought this up on our preview because we said it was going to be Cody. Now that it's official, you brought it up. Other people might be coming back. Yeah, I read, I read a um, Deadspin article yesterday about Cody Rose coming back, and like it kind of put things in perspective to me. Like he just had he just had a baby. Like WWE can pay more. He's trying to solidify that future. It wasn't a it wasn't a um, glowing piece on because it talked about how like. Cody Rhodes, like, during his AEW run, was, like, trying to, like, force himself onto the card, like, put himself over over people that he probably shouldn't have. So it kind of slandered him there. But, like, that part about him having the baby and, like, trying to, like, solidify his family and, like, get a, big, get a bigger check. It's a multi-year deal. I thought that made, made it make more sense for me why he was back. Yeah, and Cody also said that he has one of the most complex contracts and sports entertainment history i am calling cap because if it's not more complex than hulk hogan's i don't want to hear it but (laughs) (laughs) we we gotta see it we gotta see it now we don't know we don't know that for sure we don't know what creative control he might have i know he's not getting fucking gate absolutely not. oh yeah he's not getting becky lynch's on merchandise sale cut like he's not right byron um I thought this match was fantastic okay. from start to finish. I like how they kept um, his entrance and yes. music from AEW because I know that's a huge thing to keep the forbidden door um, a wrestler going from AEW to WWE. Um, so I'm glad that they kept his entrance and his uh, music. I thought the match, like I said, I thought the match was fantastic. Um, I like the end where he did two. Um, I forgot. Crossroads. Crossroads. Thank you. Two crossroads and then did Dusty's bionic elbow and then finished Seth off with the crossroads. I thought that was fantastic. Um, I remember getting hyped because um, I thought he was going to do the disaster kick on Seth, but he went up 
and did a Cody cutter from the top rope, and that looked fantastic. Um, I thought they worked well together. I know they yeah. wrestled in the past, um, but this match was what my, like I said, tied with um, the Becky and Bianca match as one of my favorite matches of the night. And the dream's alive for me. I said, Cody comes, beats the star. I was even looking up when the next big pay-per-view in Atlanta, Georgia is. They don't have one yet, but it's coming. He said he wants that belt. Yeah, he says no, he came back, not for the money, but uh, win one, win the big one. So, and they're presenting him like a star early, but we'll see. Uh, going to another, Justin's girl, the queen, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Before we say anything, um, guys, if you listen to the preview, obviously Vegas said Ronda. Um, Byron said Charlotte. I even detailed Charlotte's WrestleMania history. But Jacob Byron, I mean, Jacob and uh, Justin said there's no way Ronda comes back and loses. Ronda came back and lost. So, <laughs> That's exactly what you fucking did. So, Justin, I called you when it happened. Take it away, man. I know you have a lot to say. I mean, look, Byron said something like this on the um on the preview. He said, I'm a Becky Lynch fan, Stan. So I know when she needs to lose. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of the same way with Charlotte. So I knew she needed to lose this match. Like she had absolutely no business business winning this match. We all know we want her to get the six, 16 um, title reigns by the end of whatever year for our own personal selfish podcast reasons. Oh, we're <laughs> running our mouths. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the match the, the, the match starts. It's sloppy as fuck. I mean, yes. Ronda Rousey, like, I don't know what the hell she's been doing. doing. I know she has had a baby and all, but I don't know what the fuck she's been doing. It was just botches all around. Mm-hmm. around. And then Charlotte gets the W. Charlotte gets a W. Ronda comes back, wins the Royal Rumble. It's like what? The, it's like what the fuck? And I'm really that pissed off because of our fucking score sheet. We had we, mm-hmm. we had the confidence points. I put that match 14 fucking confidence points. And if I would have got it, it was the only match I didn't get right on night one. The only goddamn match, and it makes no sense. It literally makes no sense. We got the same problem that we have with Roman Reigns now. We don't know who the hell going to beat Charlotte Flair. We have no idea. Bianca Belair already has a belt unless we're going to unify both the belts again. I don't know what we're going to do. Fuck. And the worst part is, if Ronda wins, you would have won the belt. I know I would have. Because you had 13 on Roman. Uh, You would have won. I know. It was sick. It was sickening. It it made no sense. It it pissed me off. We're going to go from one piss off to another. Byron. I don't understand. I mean, I understand why Charlotte keeps winning, but I also don't understand why Charlotte keeps winning. Like not, I said, not enough. this time. This one is the only time I don't get it. I I don't get it. Why? Because she's a queen, god damn it. That's she what you always tell fuck. me. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? What did I say a couple weeks ago? When she beat Asuka, undefeated, built up the WrestleMania resume, won mm-hmm. that triple threat, WrestleMania resume. They are trying to make her miss WrestleMania, Justin. I tried to tell you, you didn't listen. You did. I mean, I picked Charlotte, but Bianca I... Bianca miss WrestleMania. Fuck the fuck <laughs> But I listened to Justin. I was like, you know what? Justin's right. They wouldn't have Ronda win the Royal Rumble. 
and come back to lose their Charlotte at WrestleMania? They wouldn't do that. There's no way possible. So I put uh, 12 confidence points on Ronda, and she fucking lost to a big boot. At least lose to a finisher, damn it. Lose lose to a natural selection or whatever Charlotte's. Or tap. Or tap. Better yet, tap. We had to have the ref get knocked out by Charlotte because of a spear. It was Little Nate. So thank you, Little Nate, for being a fucking flair fan, family, whatever. Charles Um, Robinson. Right, Charles Robinson. Um, Overall, I thought the match, I thought it was sloppy. Um, I don't understand why it was so technical. They've been beating the hell out of each other for like three and a half weeks, but we're going to have a technical match. No, get out there and beat the hell out of each other since you've been doing it for three weeks. I thought their match in 2018 was way better than this. Um, This match was not my favorite. Um, I think it could have been done better. I know, like, Charlotte has that gear that she turns on when, like, the fans are going against her and it puts on a hell of a match, but she never reached that gear, which is surprising because that's what she does. She puts on great matches when when she can, but this just was not it, and she, she shouldn't have won. Jacob, do you have anything to add to this? All right, so did I pick Rhonda in the pre-show? Uh, yeah, me and Byron yeah. the only person who said Charlotte. Because uh, I picked Charlotte on my pick Oh, you went opposite. You were I, I went opposite on that one because I picked Charlotte because the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, fucking Vince ain't having Charlotte lose. Like, ain't happening. So I apologize if anyone listened to my bullshit on their pick So I'm I just saying, every celebrity... Well, I mean, Ronda already debuted years ago, but every celebrity won during WrestleMania except fucking Ronda Rousey. Go on. To be fair, every other celebrity is a better wrestler than Ronda Rousey, though. Uh, even Johnny Knoxville? Okay, sports entertain. Get the yeah, no. Even Johnny Knoxville. I wouldn't say he's better, but the, but his match was one hundred percent better. I'll tell you that right now. I'll I'll say it. He's better. His match is <laughs> But uh, I'll agree. We'll, his match we'll get better. to that match in a bit. Everyone needs to just simmer down here. All right. <laughs> That being said, the star of the match was Little Nate because he sold the shit out of that spear. Just absolutely sold the shit out of it. He was the MVP of that match. Uh, this match sucked, though. The best part of this match, hands down, was I was eating six tacos and eating chips and salsa when this match was going on. So it took away <laughs> the pain of this boring-ass match. It made my life sports entertained. <laughs> A couple of things. Oh, I got to say. On this thing, like, I don't know, like, sure. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, if this match was going to be this ass, it should not have gone after Becky and Bianca and Cody and Seth. That was bad placement. I know, they, wa- I know they wanted Charlotte. Actually, I don't know. We get two good matches. Mm-hmm. Probably the best, probably the best technical matches of the show. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you got, and then you got a stinker to end before Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know, like that's yeah, but in, in everyone's yeah. in everyone's defense, hindsight's twenty twenty. We mm-hmm. we didn't know they were going to wrestle. Yeah, we, just we thought, thought it was just going to be Stunner and leave. Um, no, I in a way, Justin's one hundred percent right because the way this match went, it sucked because I thought I was like, oh. They're going to put the Sheamus versus New Day match next. 
Because they're going to want to lull the crowd and bring the crowd back down. Charlotte and Ronda Rousey being absolute flatliners of the crowd, it worked out perfectly. Vince is a booking genius. Well, he also said they ran out of that was that was coincidence because the new day then were supposed to go next, but they got cut because of time constraints, even though as Byron said, time constraints, like we could just put them on earth. Like, what the hell? You Bro, could just, run, you could so just run later. I know that. Or that. Like you don't have a whole goddamn you have Peacock, you have the whole goddamn thing. It ain't fucking network TV, it ain't pay-per-view. <laughs> but this Matt, I mean, I just didn't like it was just the fact too that it was after those two and even the Logan, like that match, I it was the worst match of the of Monday of Saturday, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because I can't even, like Justin said, we can't even count Nakamura and Boos. He dude got injured. But it's it's problematic now. Because how are you gonna have someone? And this is and this is the first time Ronda's been pinned one-on-one. That's another thing, too. Because the only t- other time was the uh Becky and Charlotte. That was a triple threat. Right. So one-on-one, first one-on-one loss. And Justin's right. You have booked yourself into a Bad, bad corner. No, you haven't. You, you At this point, you only have one option. That's like we talked about earlier. It's got to be Bianca Belair. Are we going to unify you the yourself into that corner. You have one out and only one out storyline that can make sense. And that's three down, one to go. It's Bianca. Uh, but they, who knows if they want to do that this like. Like Justin said, are they going to unify the belts? Do they have other plans? Do they have some, do they run it back? Like, do they make this a trilogy? This is also Vince too. Let's be honest. If they wrestled right now, do you really think Bianca's going to beat Charlotte? No. Nope. Not at all. That's Maybe. the one. Maybe. Stop it. Maybe. Anything's possible. I told you, I'm coming here with controversial opinion. So, no. you know no what? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Let's go. I have the controversial opinion, but we'll get to that later. No way. I have. I will go to Vegas right now and put more money on freaking Rock's daughter coming out of NXT and beating Charlotte before Bianca. No, I'm still going to take Bianca on that one. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good. Good luck. Because that means she's going to lose the strap to someone weak. And then, well, not necessarily weak, depending on who it is. Because Byron also looks like it's going to be Becky versus Trish soon. Yeah, they've been uh, beefing on Twitter recently. What? When's Bailey supposed to come back? They were supposed to soon her and Oscar. Her Oscar and Le- oh, Lacey Evans will beat Charlotte before uh before Bianca. Bianca. They wanted that to happen. Yeah, last Shit. year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. What if? Hold on, we're missing a major possible storyline here. What if Charlotte holds that title until Ric Flair's daughter with Lacey Evans comes to the <laughs> WWE and beats her? We oh have my, options my. here, people. Oh my. 18 years. <laughs> Charlotte won't be in the company for 18 years, but it's, it's bad right now because Charlotte's going to come out on Friday. Don't know who's going to challenge her, but if they bit, run that mouth. <laughs> and here's the thing, too, with the booking then, because for Jacob's thing, which we do think is going to be Bianca, they're going to have to do it in the shitty way that we hate. That means Bianca may be champ, Mm-hmm. Charlotte's going to win the Rumble again <laughs> and then go get her. And that, again, as Byron has stated many years, kills off the whole other women's division. Yep. Because they ain't doing it the other way. Because, like Byron said on Royal Rumble, why the hell did Ronda win the Royal Rumble to face Charlotte 
Well, she could have just challenged her. Right. They she really did not need to win the Royal Rumble to challenge um Charlotte. I'm just saying Charlotte's taking everyone out at the worst times and We'll continue that when we get to the other women on the next thing. But Kevin Owens, Stone Cold, uh, the Kevin Owens show turned into a no holds barred match, which everyone's shocked there was like, wow, that match lasted 13 minutes, 55 seconds. Justin, Stone Cold took bumps. Were you nervous? Yeah, that um that suplex on the um on the concrete in yep. the crowd, that shit was whoa. But other than that, everything was fantastic. I was, I was in shock. I was like, they had a full-on attitude era style match up in the crowd, taking bumps up on the stage. Stone Cold Stunners. I did, I did think Steve Austin might pass out because he was drinking beer the whole match. <laughs> he was drinking beers the whole match. He'll punch Kevin Owens. Hey, toss me another one, chug it, and then hit him with the can. Yeah, I, I thought that was definitely good. It was good seeing um Stone Cold on Stone Cold in the ring again in um Texas. Yep, oldest person to made of at WrestleMania. And now everyone knows why Kevin Owens resigned that contract. Everyone yeah. knows now. There's no yeah. question why now. Yeah, you get matched with Steve Austin at WrestleMania. I'll sign I'll sign with WWE. I'll sign my life weights way to him too. Man, he got <laughs> he got the one thing CM Punk wanted too. Crazy. Main event of WrestleMania. Against Zone Cold. Byron, what'd you think of it, man? Um, I thought all around it was great. Um, the crowd absolutely popped when the glass broke. It was amazing to see. Um, then he walks out, then he goes back and gets his um ATV so he could ride around the ring, which was fantastic. Their talk show was great. Um Got the crowd involved. He called Kevin Owens a sack of shit, which was hilarious. Um, and then they had a match, which was fantastic. I definitely was nervous um, during that suplex on the concrete spot, but Kevin Owens is a great worker, so he um, protected Steve Austin very well. I thought the match was great. That's all around good time. Great way to end night one of WrestleMania. And then after the match, um, you get Stone Cold celebrating. And then he gives a, a stunner to Byron Saxon, which is hilarious the way he sells. But again, just fantastic. Yeah, he sold the, the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Byron Saxon killing it. Go ahead, uh, Jacob. Um, so match of the night for me. This double wide trailer was freaking lit. <laughs> when Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens started actually having a full-blown match. And then when Stone Cold took the bump outside, out in the crowd, I, I mean, like, me and my buddy just jumped up and went, oh, shit, he's taking bumps? Let's fucking go! <laughs> crowd goes ballistic here in the house, tacos everywhere, it's a wonderful time. <laughs> um, I mean, this was, this was perfect. Kevin Owens doing the absolute best cheap heat shit I have seen in years. Just talking all this shit about Texas, which I was like, this is hilarious because it's just it's just good cheap heat. And then it turns into the match, and the match was great. I mean, Justin called it perfectly. It was an attitude era match. Mm-hmm. What else could you ask of? The one thing that like I it I was we were talking about it after Mania. I was like, what's really cool to me is because there's the the story of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were in an airport and they were 
they met Stone Cold. And this is back when they were younger and like early Ring of Honor days. They're like, you know, what would you, they're asking like, what should we do? What do you recommend? He goes, keep talking. Don't ever stop talking. And I find it like, it's poetic as shit Mm -hmm. that you're going from an airport, a random airport out in, you know, whatever, wherever the hell they were to main eventing WrestleMania. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Let's be honest. And that match was sweet. Justin, I know we talked about the purest stuff about the championship going last. If any match was going to go last, it was going to be Charlotte and Ronda's. It obviously didn't because they had the talk show, which then to our many surprise became actually a real match. Um, the reports, which are a whole bunch saying the same thing. Ronda was pissed that they were not last. She tried to refute that, but then reports that it came from her own fucking camp. That she was mad that they did not go last. It'd be your own people. <laughs> do you think, like, what do you say to that? Like, sh- sh- should she be mad? Like, the way she performed, the, be- the with all due respect, bitch, you need to shut the fuck up. You have no business with the way you performed out there in that goddamn ring. They even have the all unlitigated gall to fucking go up to bitch. To anyone in that damn coming saying that you should have went last when Stone Cold Steve Austin was on the card. Oh, and uh, Ric Flair said that Ronda and uh, Charlotte's match was the greatest women's match he's ever seen. How about you go sexually harass some more fly attendants, Rick? Oh, shit. Because it was. Oh, that ma- shit. That match was ass. I, like, I was like, dude, I could, name, I could name 20 women's matches better right now. I could name the one shit. The right Thunder Rosa um, <laughs> Brick Breaker Cage match was better than that shit. What the fuck on with that? I mean, it, uh, yeah. they didn't have the best match on this card. But so we go to yeah. night two. We start off. We start off high flying. RK Bro Street Profits Alpha Academy. They go eleven minutes thirty. RK Bro retains. Crowd is going. They're happy. So you're already starting good. Byron, what do you think of that? I thought it was a good match for well, being 11 and a half minutes. Um, I definitely thought uh, the Street Profits were going to win. I predicted them on the re- preview. I still thought they were going to win. I had them on my pick them sheet. sheet. Uh, they did not, but overall, I thought it was a great, uh, great match. Um, Matt Riddle did a super RKO from the top rope, which was fantastic. Um, after the match, they celebrated. Uh, RK Bro and the Street Profits celebrated and then called up Gable Stevenson, which was cool to see. So overall, I thought it was just a great moment for him. Um, a great match all around. I really wanted to see uh, Montez Ford go up for a frog splash and get RKO, but that did not happen. But Montez Ford jumping over the turnbuckle into a crowd of people is fantastic. He is athletic as shit and ah, just so great to watch him perform. I want Justin to go last on this one because he has something to say about the Gables thing. But, Jacob, go ahead. Oh, this match is cool. This match is a great way to start off night two. This brought the energy. It was a title match. And I think we all said it on the preview show. It didn't matter who won this match. I was happy either way. Like, I picked the Street Profits. And as you will come to find out, every pick I pretty much picked was ass for night two. <laughs> so, but wait, I'm in the same boat too, but, brother. Uh, 
but honestly, it, it was a really fun match. And you're right, that spot where he jumped over the turnbuckle into the crowd of people, fucking lit. Fucking awesome. You know, it's crazy, too, because he's not even the most athletic one in his house. Nope, Bianca is. That's the wildest shit. Justin, go ahead on this one, because you got some spice to say after the match. Man, I don't know. Montez be doing some shit, boy. <laughs> Over be- um, mm, mm. That let's just let's just say that's just an athletic ass household period. It is. Mm-hmm. But the tag team match was great. It was just a classic spot fest. My first controversial statement: I think Rilla Maya had the best RKO of all time. What? I- Whoa! Let's go! Let's go! Wait, wait, wait! The best RKO of all time. The best one over the, over the curb stomp. Over Evan the curb stomp into an RKO. The Evan yes. Bourne one. Because here is why: you are never going to see Randy Orton hit a motherfucker with a springboard RKO ever. Well, Randy's almost fifty, so he, he never he, he, he didn't do it when he was in his twenties either. He was kicking people in the head. Uh, he was doing RKO before that, before he went on the, the, the punt true, tour. I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> the that, punt tour. <laughs> for, for that simple fact that Matt Riddle hit a goddamn springboard RKO. I'm like, I'm like this is the, the best one. Best one. Best one I've ever seen. Even better than the stomping to the, to the, to the um, RKO, which was my um, first one going into the match. That shit was crazy. But I'm telling you right now. Holy shit. Gable Stevenson, they're gonna put the rocket ship on his back on his back. You just watch. They have they have oh, yeah. they, they announced this man at SummerSlam. They announced him again on night one. They had not announced him again on night two, and then he got into the ring and actually did something. I think he's gonna be the one that takes a belt off Roman Reigns when, when he's pushed when he um starts getting into um a raw ring. I mean, I can you're that. not wrong. Oh, he's wrong. You're not you're, wrong. You're I don't wrong. think that's controversial at all. No, you're wrong. It's not happening. No way. Zero. You see, you see, Jacob, I, I, I texted them to show money just to workshop it, just to see the reaction I was going to get. They just totally shit on it. Totally shit on it. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, Justin, because honestly, he, I mean, if you're not going to have Brock Lesnar do it, if, you, if you're not going to have the rocket, I'm still sticking to that storyline. But, Considering he is an Olympic gold medalist, you know he's going to be able to run in the ring. I just hope he gets some more charisma because he is an absolute charisma black hole that he was on uh, Sunday. Yes, he is. Right off the rip, I thought. Yeah. But yeah, I think with the pedigree he has, absolutely he can. I'm with you on that one, Justin. Shit. It's just like my my two examples that that I'm going to um, throw right now are Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. The way that like. He's being pushed. It's just so reminiscent of that. Like, beginning with Kurt Angle. Like, Kurt Angle won his first WWE championship within a year of being on the main roster. And so did Brock Lesnar. Like, these, these Olympic gold medalists, national championship amateur wrestlers get the rocket ship strapped to them. I know it didn't happen with Jason Jordan. I know it didn't happen with Chad Gable. But he's not getting the, um, the promo that um, – Gable's getting right now before he's even stepped in a ring before he's even had a match for real like just the way they're building it up I, I feel like he's going to be on the top of the card by the end of the year Byron 
Do you agree? I am hopeful. I don't know if I fully agree the way they have booked Roman Reigns to be this all-powerful, nobody-can-beat-me person, the champ for like 575-plus days. I just... I just don't, I don't see it. Just Roman is too powerful right now. I don't know who's going to beat him. I mean, I would hopeful that it's either Drew or Bobby, maybe even Gable Stevenson. I just, Roman Reigns is too powerful. Also, you know what? Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, Brock Lesnar, when he was doing that stuff too, we do have to remember, Justin, they did take it off the rock because dude was leaving. Mm-hmm. And also, he had Paul Heyman. Gate, well, we cowboy Brock can talk. Gable, his his personality. I'm sorry, it's trash. Yes, it's ass. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if he goes I, against I, I'll, give, I'll give you chief, that. I will. I will one thousand percent give you that. If he goes against Tribal Chief on the mic, trying to build up WrestleMania, he's gonna get annihilated. Um, he does. He definitely needs a manager. That is for damn sure. I, I, I'm just saying the trajectory is there. The way they're the way that they're setting him up before he even got into the ring, like the ingredients are the ingredients are in the um kitchen right now. The ingredients are in the kitchen. I will agree. The ingredients are there. It's just what will they do with them? Because Vince logic. It is also it's a double edged sword. This helps and hurts both sides of the argument. He is the first person from the name, image, and likeness deal, so you got to promote that in some way. But that mm-hmm. it can also hurt that. The only reason you're promoting him is to show the name, image, and likeness, and you really don't have a plan for him. Because, hey, I remember when Baby Brock was getting all the fucking news. He was supposed to be the next man up, and he hasn't been up yet. Yeah, I totally forgot about Baby Brock until you mentioned him in our group chat the other day. I was like, damn, Parker Birdo, I forgot about him. He's also not gold medal. <laughs> two-time NCAA heavyweight champion, though. He's not, but he was a big deal. Big deal. I, I wouldn't have guessed they would have pushed Braun Breaker over him. I, I think I think Braun Breaker beats Roman before Stevenson. Yeah. Oh no. They love Braun. That's what they love Braun Breaker. My my thing is whoever gonna beat Roman Reigns at this point is gonna be a made man. So I don't think it's gonna be anyone established being Roman Reigns because they got built, they got built some new stars. Well, I don't even think it's anyone full time. I, I'm I'm I've come to terms. I really I'm on the Jacob thing. Rock's got to beat him. I've come to terms now. He's the only hey, one hey. left. But do Welcome we really want to wait till WrestleMania next year? Fuck I'm no! We have yeah, no choice. We haven't even got through the rest of the card. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, mine, my dark, mine is Cody, but I've, I'm starting to come along to Jacob's thing after seeing that ass of a yes. match. I mean, but anyway, yes. you're, 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 let, one more comment. The only thing that makes me think that might be someone part time is Brock Lesnar in the streak as a fully mm-hmm. part time wrestler, and mm-hmm. it, made, it made him an either bigger mate man than he already was. That's why I think someone knew. Needs to beat Roman at this point, so we don't have another part-time, super overmade man like we did side, with Brock in fourteen. Side note: When we were talking about that, Byron thought that John Cena was really going to beat the uh, Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam when he just came off beating the streak. Oh my God! For real? <laughs> Come on now. I was hopeful because at the time I super nah. hated Brock. At Brock, John Cena to win. 
That Brock almost had the same. He almost had a longer non-pin streak than Roman because when he beat the streak, he didn't get pinned until freaking Goldberg in seven in uh, Survivor Series 2017. Oh yeah. God, that match is terrible. And I, I, I like that match more than a lot of these other matches from WrestleMania. But <laughs> Bobby Lashley, he beat Omos. Justin, I know you said you wanted Bobby to win, but it was. But oh, you said you were picking Omos. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with being wrong, wrong here. The Almighty did it again, and then MVP turning on um Monday. Mm-hmm. on Monday. I I love that for Omos because that nigga cannot talk one bit, and you know, <laughs> Bob. I mean, Bobby Lash Lashley gets the big spot at WrestleMania, but like I Omos that. still ends up looking good on Raw. Like mm-hmm. that shit was a win win in my book. Like besides besides the pick 'em sheet. Like, I'm totally okay with this. Hey, I said they had to re... That's why this one was hard for me. They had to reestablish Bobby as a main event player. How do you do it? You're the first one taking out Omos. And then, like, you had the betrayal, which... That was the best thing. That was smart. If he's still around longer, MVP needs to be the mouthpiece for Gable. I was thinking that watching Raw yesterday, too. Like, I was like... Justin, I will believe your stuff. Because then you have MVP and Gable... Paul and Roman, you have MVP and Paul going at it. I will fully be on board yourself if they make that happen. Yeah, WWE just doesn't need to fumble at the Gable. Like they're they're putting way too much <laughs> promotion and marketing into that man to fuck it up. Like I, just, <sighs> Byron over here laughing. They do it all the time, but I I, I think with him they they're not going to fuck it up. Like his pedigree is just it's just too powerful. It's just too powerful. You, like I I watched his um. His last um, college wrestling match on ESPN, and the way and the way the announcers were fucking sucking them off there and that. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no surprise why WWE loves him so much. They're talking about oh, he's like the most athletic guy ever. He's like flipping over motherfuckers and shit. Like it was crazy. They were he was over within amateur wrestling too. Jacob, what did you think of Bobby and Omos? This was only that six match- minutes thirty five seconds. That was the worst match of the night. That was trash. I, I disagree. It wasn't the worst match. Oh, God. I thought that was the worst match. I think Boom. Omos is a great colleague 2.0. <laughs> Boy, you might not be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you <laughs> Bro, I can definitely see that shit. Because the other guys here disagreed with me on the group chat. That man is terrible. He's so bad. Mm-mm. I mean, he's 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 a work in progress. He's still raw. He's still raw. But there was someone who said there was one. I mean, I don't think anyone in here has smarter wrestling knowledge than Taker, and Taker exactly. believes in Omos. So Taker was drunk. Obviously, yeah, he was sober. Jacob, you're just Jacob. You've had hey, you gotta you gotta think about it, man. You gotta give him time. It's like his first year. Remember Braun Strowman? No. Yeah, remember your, your favorite wrestler, Braun Strowman. He was ass at the beginning. That's true. Ass. Yeah, but he wasn't a cool faction, at least. And now he has MVP. Right. Yeah, but still, he's a great colleague 2.0. I just can't get behind it. Even if he's a great colleague 2.0, great colleague won the title. Right. Off a of taker. Off a and he shouldn't have won it. Yeah, he had no business I was watching video about that. I think hella niggas were hurt then. That was like a key like factor in him winning that shit. I think hella niggas was hurt. Was hurt summer twenty. Summer of um two thousand seven. 
they took the risk. But I, I think we'll. Byron, do you have anything you want to add to this match before we go on to the Omega Spot Fest? Um, yeah, I'm never picking against Bobby again because every time I do, I end up losing. Last year, I picked Drew to win at WrestleMania. Bobby won. This year, I picked um, Omos Brock uh, Brock to beat him at Royal Rumble. He won. So, picked almost to win because he was on an undefeated freaking streak. I thought they were trying to push him to the moon. So that's why I picked almost. But now it makes sense that almost is now with MVP. So the WrestleMania loss makes sense. But I, I don't think Bobby needed to win to reestablish him as a main event player because he literally just had the championship earlier this year. He only lost it because he was injured. So I don't think they really needed to reestablish him as a main event player because. I could see if he was going for like six plus months, but he was literally going for like a month and a half due to injury. Um, so I think almost probably needed to win more, but I get it why he lost to side with MVP. Okay. Okay. We'll move on from that match to Johnny Knoxville. Sami Zayn, anything goes match. 14 minutes, 25 seconds. We all said Jackass was going to be involved, and they were all involved. Byron, we're going to stay with you. Uh, Knoxville wins, as Justin said. All the celebrities won, basically, but one. What did you think of this match? Um, I thought it was entertaining as hell. Um, all the Jackass references, the giant hand, the giant mousetrap. Sami Zayn went through a table full of mousetraps, so I thought it was Entertaining. I did pick Johnny on the podcast, um, but for some reason I changed my mind and thought Sami Zayn was going to win as an upset because, you know, redemption story because he lost his Intercontinental Championship to Ricochet because of interference from Johnny Knoxville. So that's why I changed my mind. But, you know, it was entertaining for what it's worth. Jacob. Are you not sports entertained? Because, damn it, I was so sports entertained on this match. <laughs> I, I picked Sammy in the pre-show. I picked Sammy on my card. I was wrong. As it turns out, I was a lot on night two. But I was really, really happy to see uh, Mark Henry and May Young's son, the giant man, show up <laughs> and get his WrestleMania moment. That, that was really special. You know, we Jacob, had she had a miscarriage, dog. It was a hand, man. It grew up. <laughs> it mutated. <laughs> oh my god! I, hey, a lot I of love, people said I that. Was like, <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed this match. Like, didn't have any hopes for this match. I didn't have hopes for a lot of these matches, and they all went above my no hopes whatsoever. So I was happy. We man slamming. Sammy Zayn, spot of the night. That was mm-hmm. great. Like that needs to be framed and put up, like the Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant type shit. In my opinion, <laughs> no, that was great. Lord. I I love this match. I think Knox. Everyone did their part great. Knoxville did his part great. Sammy Zayn did his part great. Even the botch spots, like the mouse trap at the end, they made it work. It was a good time. I was sports entertained. Justin, I was definitely sports entertained. Like all those spots were just hilarious. I I thought it was Sami Zayn's some of Sami Zayn, Zayn's best work, getting a good match out of Giant Knoxville because it looked like Giant Knoxville was fucking dragging. Like he he did not move well in that in that ring, but like 
It was great. It was entertainment and a wrestling ring at its finest. I cannot call that wrestling or any of some short, but that was definitely great entertainment. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I think the biggest thing, which is for like pure wrestling fans, things we have obviously like the celebrity matches, but when you're sitting with like casual wrestling fans, and as Byron and I were with a couple of them, and they said this was their favorite match of day two, just because of this entertainment, you see why Vince books entertainers, why he books, you see why, because of the casuals. But going from there, we have the Fatal four-way for the title. We all knew in God's green earth there was no way the champs were going to retain, and they did not. Uh, yeah, Naomi and Sasha Banks beating Carmella, Zelina Vega, Liv, Morgan, Rhea, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. Uh, we're going to stick with Justin. What did you think of this match? Um, I don't have too many thoughts. It was your run-of-the-mill um, multi-woman match. Um, great that Sasha and Naomi won. Um, why does Carmelo wear um, lingerie to the ring? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch was wearing a bra. <laughs> she was wearing a push-up bra in that match. But other than that, that's all I got on this one. I do want to throw the stat, which is you want to talk about people who were pushed and then they just said F you. This is Naomi's first title in five years. In five years. When she was a champ at WrestleMania 33. Mm-hmm. Was she hurt there in, the, there in some of that time, too? A little bit. Yeah, she was hurt, but I mean, obviously, she's come back and she hasn't. Yeah, still, yeah, still ridiculous. Five years? I feel like she was hurt there in some of that time, too, though. Okay. I'm, we're going to go ahead and just say it. If, you're, if we're going to bring up the whole Naomi winning thing and she hasn't done it in five years, this was not the moment for her to win. Um, I'll go ahead and say it. I don't think she should have won. I, 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 well, I mean, I have no problem with them winning. Why do you not think they should have won? I still think it should have been Liv. 100%. I think Liv's still going to... I think her and Ray is going to win it because they got a match, was it this week or next week? This week. This week. Oh, on Friday. Monday. Well, yeah, Friday, Monday. I thought it was... No, Monday. You're right. You're right. Yeah, okay. After they Whenever they have that match, they're, they're going to win it, hands down. I have no doubt about that. Um, I actually just highly, high disagree because I actually don't want to steal the thunder from Byron because Byron has a thing that he wants to say about why they lost. So go ahead, Byron. Um, so first, to the Fatal 4-Way match, I did pick Liv and Rhea to win because um, I thought it was going to finally be Liv's moment and Rhea, like I said, on the podcast, has it done much in the past year since she lost that championship match with charlotte and nikki ash um but i'm not mad that sasha and uh naomi won it because a sasha hasn't won a wrestlemania match like ever and b um like martin just said naomi hasn't won the a title in five years which is just asinine so uh, she was long overdue sasha was long overdue so i'm happy um that they won however i do not think Rhea and Liv will win the title um next monday one because literally sasha and naomi just won it if you're gonna have leah live and rio win it just do it at wrestlemania don't have these transitional one-week champions which i absolutely hate 
that WWE does. Um, but the second thing is there is a rumor going around that Rhea is going to be, well, I guess this is a spoiler, be a part of Edge's um, new stable that he's forming. So that is another reason why I don't think Liv and Rhea is going to win because I think they're going to lose and Rhea is going to turn on Liv and then that's how she's going to be a part of the stable if it's true. If you already turned on her on Monday, you already saw the seeds. Right. They already planned the seeds for that. That's probably going to happen. That's probably real news. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot. Shout out, like, Patrick, his um, logic was no one in the bloodline, all the bloodline is going to have a title one way or another. If you're in Roman's family, you're getting a title tonight. <laughs> Naomi's married to the Ooze, so that was it. <laughs> and it worked out. Smart logic. He won the belt. I, I, yeah. I know, but I do feel like with Liv, I mean, I already felt like they lost the opportunity. If she was going to have her big moment, she should have beat Becky at day one. Yes. And I don't know why the hell Natalia was in there. I kind of was starting to go on little Justin's thing because I thought Ronda was going to win after I was like, no, she ain't. But like if Ronda would have won, Baszler would have won. Like Justin said on the preview, reestablished Baszler as a freaking killer. Mm -hmm. They said F her. They just said F her, tag but... teams with Natalia as your partners. Where you go to die? Oh, 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 oh no! Damn! Holy shit! One dollar club. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, next match actually was the longest match of both nights of WrestleMania: twenty-four minutes and five seconds. AJ Styles versus Edge. Jacob, what did you think of this match? Yeah, it was cool, man. I, I, I liked it. Wasn't wasn't my favorite match of the night. Wasn't the worst though. Um Edge coming out with his new like that entrance was wild. That entrance yeah. was sweet. New new theme song, new new look, new everything. Man, I'm all about it. And then the ending with Damian Priest. Well, I seen Damian Priest and Edge. I'm like, man, this is about to be fucking cool. Like I'm excited for that. And if you are if you're right, Byron, about the whole like Liv's gonna join that crew, Not shit. Liv, Rhea. Rhea has that. Oh, she's gonna be a killer. Oh, sign me up. Sign me up. That'll be sweet. We'll find out. Justin, what'd you think of Edge versus AJ? This was a lot like the um the Cody um Seth Rollins match for me. More about the the moments of the match, not really the match, because the match um it was more run the mill for me, but I feel like the views going to keep going on, so we're going to see them again. But yeah, Edge's Edge's new look, new interest. It kind of gave me Undertaker vibes, and then the next night on fucking Raw, like when I was able to like actually hear the music, I'm like, oh, nah, this shit hard. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I like what they're about. Well, I, I'm liking what um this new stable with Edge and Damian Priest is going to be. So I'm real excited to um, see what goes forward with that. I'm excited to see who else is going to join. Byron, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was a great match. Um, like you guys said, Edge's entrance was amazing. His new music uh, just sends chills down my spine. It's, it's amazing. Hill Edge is great. Um, I thought there's just like a classic, we're just going to wrestle, each, out, try to out-wrestle each other for 24 minutes. Um, I thought it was amazing. I really thought Edge was, not Edge, AJ was going to win. Um, so that's what I said on the podcast and the pick'em. Um, but when Damian Priest came out, it reminded me of the rumor I saw on Twitter like a couple of days ago before WrestleMania that 
there's a rumor that Edge was going to have a stable with Damian Priest in it. So when Damian Priest came out, I was like, damn, I should have picked Edge. Um, but I thought it was a great match. Um, excited to see what Edge does um, with Damian Priest. Um, I think they will work well together. And I'm excited to see who else joins. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, next match that got cut from night one to night two, we're just going to go real quick about it. Sheamus and Rich Holland with Pete Dunn, a.k.a. now Butch, defeated New Day via pinfall. Does anyone have anything glowingly to say about this match? Um, this match was bullshit. The only thing <laughs> that I kind of liked was um, Sheamus holding um, Pete Dunn back at the end of the match. That kind of um, put, put him over a little bit. But other than that, this match was fucking horrible. Anything else? Was um, anyone I, actually happy to see Team Peaky Blinders win? Team Peaky Blinders. <laughs> no. Actually, no. Well, um, we said, I, but Justin, you said last week, like, they needed the win. Yeah, they, they did, did, but um, Big Boy Ridge broke Biggie's neck. Like, yeah. yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. We, we can get a new day that match. Like, you totally... Actually, you didn't mean to, but like you still broke this nigga's neck. Like, come on now. I did like that um Kofi and Xavier Woods came out in Biggie singlets. I thought that was a nice touch um for their fallen friend. Um like Jacob said, Peaky Blinders <laughs> needed to win, so that's why I picked on the pick'em tree, but picked New Day um during the podcast. Um I don't know if I like Pete Dunn being like a little scrappy little guy. It just, I miss old Pete Dunn. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, these I are mean, next. Oh, go ahead, Jacob. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Because I picked Peaky Blinders on the pre-show. I picked Peaky Blinders on my pick-ems. Um, I was actually happy to see Rich Holland win. And the other reason I say that is because you're a heel stable. Everyone's pissed off at this guy because he broke Biggie's neck. What's going to piss people off more than that? Him winning at the biggest show of the year. That's that's great heel booking. I'm okay. The match is shit though, but I think it was because you know they only had what? How long was this match? Five like minutes, five six minutes, minutes, if that. Yeah. So they did the best of what they had. Um, it was shit, but I think the right team won. I think the right guy got the pin. Okay. We're going to combine these two because they involved the same three people in a special fourth. Uh, you had Pat McAfee going against Austin Theory with Vince McMahon in his corner via Pat One. And then you had Vince McMahon with Austin Theory beating Pat McAfee. And then you had Stone Cold come out and get the crowd super happy. Jacob, overall, I know you are a big Pat McAfee guy. What did you think of Pat's? performance and entrance with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Um, I was all about it. Pat McAfee going over the celebrities killed it. Just absolutely killed it. I'm not, are we classifying Pat McAfee as a celebrity? Cause we know he's had matches in the past. He is a commentator. Are we counting him as a celebrity? Yes. Yes. Especially since okay, like great. it was your first time. See, like when you saw that package, I didn't know like he was actually like trading, like, years and years oh neither did i like since 2017 yeah never knew that i mean dude killed it this was my favorite match of the night all parts of it the austin theory match the vince mcmahon match the stone cold i mean pat sold 
Pat did his moves right. There was a couple small botches in there, but it didn't take away from how good the match actually was, in my opinion, because I don't think anyone thought this was going to be like a five-star match. I think everyone just thought like, okay, it's going to be a match, whatever, but it exceeded my, my expectations wildly. I was pumped to see it. Good for Pat McAfee. Hell yeah. Justin. I thought the, um, I thought the awesome theory and Pat McAfee match was good. Like I knew, um, Pat McAfee's been like training and shit. So like, I knew he was ready for the moment. I knew that was going to be good. <laughs> I thought it was funny how um Vince McMahon fired half the damn roster just so he can stick himself into a WrestleMania match. That <laughs> that was funny. We probably could have done without Pat McAfee versus um Vince McMahon, but um Stone Cold um came down and um played the hits, and that um that stunner Austin Theory took. He took that shit right out the Rock's playbook. That was. No, actually, the Scott Hall playbook. He took that stunner, landed on his feet, and boom, popped right back up. So, yeah, I liked it for the most part. I could have done without the um, Pat and um, McMahon match, but it was good overall. Iron. Um, Pat is a hell of an athlete. Um, just some of those moves he hit, like that top rope suplex was fantastic. That swanton bomb um, that he missed was fantastic. I mean, I've seen him in his NXT days, so I wasn't, no, too surprised that he hit him, but it's just like seeing him hit those moves is just fantastic. I thought the match was good. I s- still think Austin Theory should have won since Vince McMahon was, has been pushing him. Um, definitely could have done it without the Pat and Vince McMahon match. There was literally no need for that. Vince just has to insert himself. Um, but... Stone Cold coming down and hitting stunner is amazing. Hit stunner on Austin Theory looked great. Vince McMahon still can't take a stunner to save his life. That was and then <laughs> him hitting a uh, stunner on Pat McAfee. He sold that shit too. So little moments like that. It's great. Well, I guess it's not for my quote unquote contra- controversial take, even though it's the take that some people said in the last one. Uh, with Stone Cold, because him coming out and starting all the people. If I would have knew that was going to happen on night two, that should have ended the show. I don't know about that. I'm gonna, I mean, <laughs> if we're doing the same thing off of your and Jacob's logic from the last thing, Charlotte having an ass match so that everyone went up for Kevin Owens, Pat McAfee and Stone Cold got it up. And then the main event was trash. I'm just saying, based off what you guys just on the previous thing, we should have ended on a happy. I know Roman was going to end it regardless, but if Stone Cold would have ended both nights, people talk about WrestleMania 38 a lot differently. I agree. It just wasn't going to happen because it was bad. But it would be Vince to insert himself in the main event of the most stupendous WrestleMania <laughs> of all time. Crack open another <laughs> I'm just saying because now. The main event, Roman versus Brock. I mean, the match was terrible. It was terrible. I mean, I'm just going to say it, it was. It was very underwhelming. How are you going to? It also doesn't help when you're promoting it as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. How long was it? It was 12 minutes. <laughs> I didn't even feel like that long. I felt like it, it was like 10. Yeah, maybe it really seven. Didn't. It really didn't. The match was 
That was one of the worst WrestleMania main events instead of the best in a long time. And I was looking at the list of WrestleMania main events and I, that was bad. But Byron, I'm going to start with you. I said it on the podcast. This is Roman's world. We're just living in it. He's going to win and we're just going to keep living life as if nothing happened. Like, He's too powerful. He's like 575 plus. I don't remember the official count. Um, I was really hoping Happy Brock would win because Happy Brock is amazing. And I am sick and tired of Roman, the Roman experience, as Justin says. Um, I, I, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I, I thought I could, but I can't. I, I need someone to take Roman out and I need them to take him out quickly. I don't know who it's going to be. Because they can't build up stars worth shit anymore. It's it's Roman's world. It's tribal chief. Let's all acknowledge him as our tribal chief. He's going to be our tribal chief for the next ten years. Justin, um, y'all ain't wrong about the match. The match leaves some to be desired, but I do, <laughs> I do like like some of the theatrics around the match, like Paul Heyman announcing um, um Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar announcing himself like I thought I thought all that I thought all that shit was great and then my favorite part of the match was the last moment of the of the entire event Roman holding up both belts just establishing what this Wrestlemania along with Stone Cold Steve Austin was all about Jacob this match sucked but we all knew what was going to happen did any of you pick Brock Lesnar in your pickums? Nope. No. No. Okay. Had good a job. cool eleven points on Roman. <laughs> or I'm I'm very proud of all of you. Um, that being said, uh, Justin's right. The best part of this match was uh, the start was the announcing. Other than that, I mean, it was just uh, well, Roman blew his shoulder out. I mean, I I gotta give Roman that he blew his shoulder out and popped it back in. Was that legit? Yeah. Sure because because at the end of the show, if you look at um, if you look at his right arm, it's not as high up as the um other arm. And like mm. when he was on the ground, he said <laughs> when he was talking to Paul Heyman, I think he was shooting, saying "It's out, it's out, it's out." So I think that was a shoot. Yeah, that uh, I don't care. <laughs> the the only thing that makes me happy about this match, other than it's finally over with. And Roman has, you know, once again established himself at yet another level and blah, 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 blah. Is I'm close. I'm one step closer. I am less than one year away from my prediction of The Rock coming true. That's the only. So, you, Byron, you just got to sit back and enjoy it as much as you can, buddy. I don't enjoy it. I can't enjoy it. <laughs> I, I like he. You don't have There's, to enjoy it. You have to acknowledge it. I, right, I, I, I guess I have to acknowledge him after 575 days. I mean, he's... 586 and counting. Thank you. 586. <laughs> before, you go, before, you go on this, before you go on to your point, Ryan, it's just like Coach K. Roman Reigns has beaten the respect into us from dominance. I don't even know. Well, Byron's about to go off. Go ahead, Byron. I, I, yes, I guess he's been dominated. He has had a great heel run. I will give him that. Tribal Chief, 
he's doing some great heel work, like the promo, like you're my cameraman, this is my ring. That was great. I'm just tired of it. It's been over two years. We're probably gonna get three plus years as him as champion. Oh, two years in August, three months, four months away, no couple months away. Yep. Yeah, but, but we'll have him as two years unless someone beats him at SummerSlam before the two-year mark happens, which I don't think is gonna happen. Um, I'm just I'm just tired. Like he's put on some good matches. Like I like that match with Seth Rollins. Um, I like that first match with um Jimmy or Jay Uso and Helen Cell. I thought that was the main event great last match. year was better than this trash with him, Edge, and Daniel. Yeah, the that main event was phenomenal. Phenomenal. This match, very underwhelming, probably because I knew Roman was gonna win. But I did like one spot that I did like is when Roman was trying to hit Brock with a spear and Brock changed that into a Kimura lock. That was a good spot. Otherwise than that, this match was underwhelming. Then pop the shoulder out. Yeah, I mean, come on, Lockie broke Triple H's arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brock Lesnar pulled that shit up, and I was like, oh, <laughs> something popping. So, this is WrestleMania. In the past 10 years, like, where are you putting this main event at? Because it is, for me, it's nowhere near the top. This is one of the worst ones in the past 10 years. The past, I can't even remember the I have the I main can, events. So we're at WrestleMania. So this is 38, so 10 years. 28. Like 28 was Cena and The Rock. That was good. Cena and Rock 2 was the next one. Both were the highest selling pay-per-views of all time. I mean, both those matches are better than this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number three, and includes story. So we're going to 30. Orton, Batista, Daniel Bryan in New Orleans. Yeah, okay, that match was that better. match was fire. <laughs> And are we just talking main event or WrestleMania as a whole? These are the, the main event. The main events. I got just, the whole just main event. Okay. All right. All right. Thirty-one. We we start the Roman train. Roman and Brock, but Seth Rollins, heist of the century. Yeah, that's yeah. better. Then this is where you start Triple H and Roman Reigns. You know Triple H had to become champion because everyone got freaking hurt. Yeah. I'll have to. Re- I'll like have to rewatch meant- it, Bob. I feel like that match is probably better. This match, from what I can remember, I remember Stephanie getting speared, so that was a highlight. <laughs> uh, this next one, oh, you already know the Roman trains. Undertaker versus Roman. Roman beats him. We think that's Undertaker's last match. Undertaker did not look good at all. <sighs> uh, this match might. I would say this match is better than one. that one. That was so that's yeah. This match is definitely so that's one. So that's one. Next one, even though I think this match. Next, Roman and Brock for the title. Brock Lesnar beats him, F5s him like six times. Brock Lesnar beat their shit out of him. That, was, that match is better. <laughs> yeah, that was. Brock like shot on him a couple times. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, left him bloody. <laughs> WrestleMania 35, you had Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky for the uh, winner take all the double titles. We know this is Roman. Could it main event this because he was just coming back from cancer? Or if he was still full-time, he would have main evented that. that and my controversial take, Kofi and Daniel Bryan should have ended that show. Yes, they should have. Yep. In hindsight, yes. Yes, but going into it, Going into it, I think they chose right for the main event. But seeing both matches, the Kofi and Bryan match was way better. Yeah, but those women don't main event if Roman doesn't have cancer. I know this. <laughs> That's what was the I've story. said this. I'm a Becky stan. 
And I have agreed with this point every time you make it. We talk if about Roman was healthy, he would have main evented probably for the title and probably would have won it. We talked we about the match that. though, and that triple threat match was better than this. So it was. And that's telling you something too, because that triple threat match was not that good. Yeah, the ending was, the ending was I think trash. the ending was botched. Yeah, it was I did I mean Charlotte came off that plane. I actually did kind of get hyped for that. I was like, damn, we come off a plane now? Mm. True. Uh, then you go to the performance era. Well, you have now you have the two main events because they're night one and two. Undertaker AJ Boneyard match. Oh, that was fire! That was yeah, <laughs> that, that was absolutely better. amazing. Oh my god, that, that was so good. And then you have Lesnar doing the job for Drew McIntyre for the title. Starting that was way better. Starting yeah, that was way era. better. I I cannot say that match is better on the account that 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 motherfucking place was empty. That that shit no don't even, choice. That, that shit don't count. Yeah. That asterisk that don't count. But you'll take the boneyard match over it though. Absolutely, that was like a yeah. that was a fucking I movie. <laughs> Absolutely, that that was oh that was so creative. That that was amazing. Like then WrestleMania thirty. Carl Anderson's still on top of that barn dead. Exactly. <laughs> and then WrestleMania thirty seven. Night one's main event, Sasha and Bianca. Wow, that dude. match was yeah. definitely better. Absolutely oh, yeah. fire, too. And then, and, and then what we just talked about, night two, Roman, Edge, and DB, and Daniel Bryan. That match was fire. So currently, with one asterisk, we own, and then like one potential C of WrestleMania 32, that match was the third worst match in the past 10 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I ain't even going. Second or third match, easily. And I'm not even going further, and I'm not even going to count other WrestleMania matches because 28, even though they had Cena and Rock, they had the uh, match of the year, the end of an era match. Yeah. So if it was two nights, those that would have been night one. But True. So we already talked about it earlier. We're bringing it back. Justin, what's the main event of WrestleMania 39 night two? Roman versus who? Because that's where we're at right now. Wow, man! Why you why you make me go first? Damn! <laughs> because we are, we know what Jacobs is. Night two is Roman versus Rock for Jacob. Oh. I mean, we're here now. We have to start. They've already promoted WrestleMania on uh, uh, thirty nine Hollywood. I mean, we got to start figuring out. You know, they plan a year in advance. That's true. I guess I gotta go. I guess I gotta go. Roman versus um, my nigga Gabe Steepson. The Fuck main it. event in Hollywood. That's subject to change. So, <laughs> are you having? Then what are you having? Then what are we having? Night one. Charlotte versus who? Jesus Christ. My backup matches up. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I have no idea. L.A. Oh fuck. Um, I have no idea. Um, Roman and Cody. Let's see if Cody can get pushed for that long. Byron, night two, Roman versus who? <laughs> I have no idea. It's probably whoever is going to be is going to get lose anyway. It's Hollywood, so I'm going to go rock because, you know, Attaboy. it makes sense. Makes too much. But Roman's not, Roman's not losing that match by any means. Oh, we have no choice now. It's time for the real tribal chief to show up. 
With his schedule, though, do you really think he's going to win? No. <laughs> this ain't 2013 where he took the title off Punk and was actually showing up. And then when he was going to his movies, taking the belt, which I did love. That actually yeah. that was really good for the company. But all right, Jacob, if it's not Roman versus uh, Rock at WrestleMania 39, who's it going to be? All right, it's it's there's no other option. That that's it. I've been sticking with this prediction for like two years. I was off by one WrestleMania, no big deal. It's it's Roman versus Rock. If anyone can do it, it's going to be Rock. If it's not Rock, then I'm going with Justin's. Gable Stevenson is going to end up taking the title off Roman Reigns. No one thinks about the the old man Stone Cold look really good. He no, ain't doing that, hell no. I think he was one and done. <laughs> we always say they're. I'm just saying I agree, but we always say they're one and done. And Stone Cold waited 19 fucking years to do this. I don't think he's gonna just hop right back in that damn ring. Hell no. Yeah, he had the right opportunity. Is I don't think Hollywood is the right opportunity no. for him. Hollywood no. is it Hollywood Hulk Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> Justin Aguinaldo will fucking boycott that's a match. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Nigga, Peacock's getting canceled. I, just honestly, you, you, I think you have a better chance of seeing that before Stone Cold. I agree. That's why I thought of Hollywood. Hulk. I was like, Hollywood? Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Maybe uh, Ric Flair will come back in. <laughs> Let's find a geriatric opponent for Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really would like it to be a full-time person. I really would. I would, too. I think that's what's... But I, I want to be so over whoever man. it is. It has to be someone on the full-time roster. That's, well, that's, just, that's just pissing away an opportunity to make a star. Like, it'll be, it'll be absolutely asinine if they don't. But once Cesaro signed that contract and then he lost... I was like, dude, I, I gave up on full time beating him because Jacob said it. Cesaro should have been the one. Yep, he should have been the one. Finn should have been the one. You can keep going. I could keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Put everyone out on that damn roster, damn near. Right, like. Fire my problem problem they, with... they did put out Bray. We don't, Ray? don't need it. No yeah. Hey, that would be great if he came back at the Royal Rumble one and took out Roman. Ooh. Yeah, but great. we all know that shit ain't happening. Jacob, you're the same guy who said Cody's not coming. Well, I yeah. think well, Cody is crazier than Bray okay. coming back. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Triple H is yeah, working no, now. He can mend fences. Shout out to Triple H opening night two, though. Yes. Also, a moment in the ring. Shout out! That, shout out to Triple H for taking up the rest of the New Day's time in that match. Well, no, because it was uh, a match. <laughs> it was like five minutes. He came down, said, "Welcome to Dude, WrestleMania." That entrance was like, I mean, I get it. WrestleMania, you're going to do like, "Hey, I'm retired. Leave my boots in the ring. That's fine, whatever." But I was like, "Holy shit! I can only listen to Motorhead so much, and I like Motorhead. My God." It's hey, probably his last time on TV. The crowd popped every Dude, time. That he... won't be his last time on TV. Shit, I thought he was going to drop dead, dead the way he um was screaming. Russell May. I was like, oh, God, right. he used that heart attack. Chill. I know. He said that's why he doesn't want to be out on live TV because he can get shocked at any time. I know. I was I was worried about him, Loki. Right. I mean, when he did the, 
his famous water spit. I was like, is that too much? <laughs> <laughs> but this is where we're at, guys. We have a whole year from now to figure out Roman versus who. Um, Logan Paul? Fuck no. Get the hell out of here. Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> Pat McAfee. You know what? You said it on you said it on the preview show. There's going to be so many celebrities on the next WrestleMania. Okay. Oh, if ready. they wrestle as good as these ones did and as good as Bad Bunny did, sign me the fuck up. Let's I'm go. All the celebrities I don't even here. give a shit. Sports entertain me. All right. Final thing, guys. So we end this off. WrestleMania, scale of one to ten. What do you rate it? Uh I'll give it a solid eight point seven five. Damn. Justin? I'll give it a seven. I was thoroughly entertained through both nights. Jacob? I would give it a six and three quarter. Damn. I was I, I was sports entertained. It could have been better though. When when the best matches are the celebrity matches, that's a problem. Yeah. I, I agree. And for that, I'm going Justin Brown. I'm giving it a seven two. Charlotte. The Royal Rumble winner matches as an old school purist. Those are the ones you're supposed to be the most hyped for. They're supposed to be the main events. And both Royal Rumble winners matches were terrible. Because they shouldn't have won the Royal Rumble. They did, and they were ass. So let us know what you guys think of WrestleMania 38 in the comments and all that. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back. We got a lot of entertaining wrestling pods. We got one for Justin making a legit criteria for who sh- what you should be for the Hall of Fame. And we got one day going over the crazy Hulk Hogan contract. <laughs> and besides that, keeping you up with the wrestling news. Again, thank you everyone for listening to L7C Podcast. Signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.